What's going on, everybody? This is just another critic. And obviously, as you can see today, we're going to be talking about week seven and particularly the upset matchups that I see coming into this week. Um, before I go ahead and jump into those matchups, I have three that I'm going to go over today. Um, last week, week six, I went over four matchups. If you're new here, I'll kind of go over a quick recap. The first matchup I went over was Stanford versus Utah. I had Stanford on upset alert. Obviously, they lost. Um, next matchup was Michigan State versus Northwestern. Michigan State also lost. And then my last two matchups was Wisconsin versus Nebraska. Wisconsin obviously pulled that one out. Um, and then we had Clemson versus Wake Forest. The Clemson versus Wake Forest was kind of a reach. Um, but like I explained last week, I just think they're going to continue to be questionable coming into every week because we haven't seen um, Trevor Lawrence in a pressure-type situation just yet. So we still have some question marks for him, and those are going to be answered as the season goes along. Now, coming into Week 7, I have three matchups that I'm going to be going over. First one we have here with West Virginia and Iowa State. Now, Iowa State obviously coming off a big win versus Oklahoma State, which can be considered an upset. Um, I think I, Oklahoma State was in the top 25 last week, probably just got knocked out. Uh, Iowa State, I mean, they've been trending up since the beginning of the season. Uh, they just brought in a backup quarterback, Brock Purdy, who threw for four touchdowns last week. And I think he also rushed for one as well. Um, the other two quarterbacks combined, at Iowa State have only thrown for four touchdowns all season. Um, they've got a great wide receiver, impact player, and Hakeem Butler, um, who should give you know West Virginia's defense some issues. And, I mean, a lot of people have forgotten, but um, Iowa State's running back is actually um, highly scouted running back coming into the draft. So um, I think, you know, he's kind of had some health issues, but if he's – if he's, you know, anywhere healthy and he gets a good amount of playing time, um, I think this could be a really fun matchup. And actually last year when these two teams came together, West Virginia won by four points, 20 to 16. So playing at Iowa State, I do expect this one to be close going into the fourth quarter. Um, and Iowa State is definitely going to have a chance to pull the upset and knock West Virginia potentially out of the college football playoff. And Iowa State's just one of those teams. They love playing upset. Um, but, yeah, we'll see what happens. Moving along, we've got the second matchup with Miami and Virginia. As you already know, last year um, was also a close game. And Miami was playing much better ball last year coming into this part of the season when they faced up against Virginia. Um, and Kosi, he's looked good. Uh, the defense has gotten, obviously, a lot better as the season's continued. Uh, however, I still think there's a lot of question marks that haven't been answered just yet offensively for Miami. And we still haven't seen uh, a you know, really dominant performance versus a decent team. Yeah, they smashed North Carolina, but obviously North Carolina is going through a lot of issues this season. Um, and Virginia has played just about everyone this season uh, very closely. I think they've only lost... Um, in single-digit losses this year, um, playing at home. And their, their quarterback, which is Bryce Perkins, is having a pretty good season. 
Um, and obviously these in-conference matchups um, are always important. And in this game, obviously Miami has everything to lose because if they can get to the ACC championship and play for that, which is probably going to be against um, Clemson, they're going to have a chance to go to the college football playoff if they can beat Clemson in that championship uh, matchup with only one loss, depending on how you know the other conference teams come out. Um, but yeah, that being said, I think this is a big game for Miami. Um, have they have everything to lose, and Virginia has um, not much to gain other than playing upset. Um, but yeah, moving along, we've got Colorado and USC. Um, based on the odds, this isn't this wouldn't really be an upset just because USC's favored coming into this game, um, and a lot of people are probably thinking that right now. However, um, just based on rankings and on paper, it would be an upset. Um, we've got, you know, five and zero Colorado taking on, I think it's a three and two with, uh, USC team quarterback over at Colorado. Montez is great. Um, and he's really just got about one big play target and, uh, he's got a weird name. His name's LaVisca Chanel Jr. And I think the dude's got about six, seven touchdowns, 700 reception yards. Um, however, USC, man, they are a very young team offensively. Uh, but very athletic and talented on both sides of the ball. Their defense, I'm expecting them to uh, have a good clean game plan coming into this, especially playing at home. Um, I do expect USC to pull out the win in the fourth quarter um, by a single-digit margin, just because offensively they still got a lot of things to clean up. Um, but, yeah, that's that's pretty much the three matchups I'm going to be going over today. Um, give you a quick recap. We had West Virginia taking on Iowa State, Miami taking on Virginia, and Colorado taking on USC. With that being said, guys, appreciate your time. Uh, do me a favor, like, comment, and subscribe. And with that being said, you guys have a great rest of your day. This is Justin of the Critic signing off. Peace.